This is truly Mary's son. In December, I preached on Mary's Magnificat, her powerful song in which she proclaimed what God's kingdom will look like. The mighty cast down and the lowly raised up. And today in this gospel from Luke, we hear Jesus speak for the first time. And the words that he offers are ancient words. The text of the prophet Isaiah. Proclaiming a time when God's justice will reign. Sight is restored to the blind. Release to the captives. He stands there, a full realization of all that Mary proclaimed as Jesus was growing in her womb. A few weeks ago, we heard of Jesus' baptism by John. The sky opened and the Spirit of God descended from heaven and we hear that Jesus is God's beloved, God's son. And we know that after receiving the Holy Spirit, Jesus went out to face what was in the wilderness. And now we are at the point when he returned and he came back to the heart of the community who knew him, right into the synagogue where people were gathered for prayer and for learning. And he unrolls the scroll of Isaiah and says, Today this scripture has been fulfilled in your presence. And we are told the eyes of all were upon him. These are his people, the folks who helped raise him and form him his hometown, and he is sharing with them who he is, what he is about, and what he is seeking to do in this world. And they turned their faces towards Jesus. He tells of the transformation that is possible when the Spirit is at work. When the work of the incarnate God begins, the love of God is recognized as release of all that holds us captive from being the goodness of humanity that we were created to be. The work of God with us, the work of Jesus, is about recovery of sight to the blind. All who cannot see that which dishonors diminishes, demeans God's beloved people. This is the work that Jesus leads. This is the way of love that Jesus teaches to his followers, that he commissions his disciples to continue. It is the love of God that Mary prophesies in her beautiful Magnificat. It is the work that she has prepared her son for. No doubt, because he truly is Mary's son, he did not quietly say that as an aside. Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your presence. 
He proclaimed it. He embodied it. Today, today this scripture has been fulfilled. Paul's letter to the Corinthian community that we read this morning speaks beautifully about what it means to live as the beloved community of God. Jesus draws us into a radical unity that recognizes that we are one body, one people of God. And through this metaphor of the body, we recognize that this is not about sameness. It is not about all being of one ilk or one mindset. Diversity of being in thought and embodiment are all of equal value. The complete whole cannot thrive without the intricate diversity working in coordination and reliance upon one another. Many of us are used to hearing this passage from Corinthians through the lens of recognizing your own gifts and how they contribute to the whole. This year, I'm hearing this passage through the lens of recognizing our own reliance and dependence upon the whole, supporting one another. My thriving and health is only possible because of your thriving and health, because of our thriving and health. In other words, we do better when we all do better. We who are held captive seek release. We who are hungry seek to be full. We who are suffering or sick seek health and well-being. Because if one is captive or hungry, or suffering, then all are impacted by that captivity and hunger and suffering. Jesus calls out the false divisions that we have created. Jesus challenges all that continues in service of polarization and entrenchment in competition and calls us as a people toward a way of being that is relational, that is focusing on the thriving of one another. Living in God's way of love brings us to realize a radical unity, which leads us to ultimate health and well-being for all humanity. In a few minutes, we will do something that we do together every Sunday. We will gather around God's table and remember the last meal Jesus shared with his friends before his death. We will take the bread, and just as he did, we will bless it and break it and share it with all of us gathered here today. We will all share the one bread and remember that we are all part of the one body of Christ. We are all part 
of God's one beloved community. And in our beautiful diversity of being, we share in a radical unity in the love of God. God calls us to a place of being where we are focused on one another. In the bread of the Eucharist, we remember, become deeply aware of and reconnected with our deep center, where we know a different truth than what we hear in the noise of the everyday. We remember that God calls us together towards one another in radical love. This is what will transform our world. The people of God remembering that we are so very interconnected and reliant upon one another for our own health and well-being. When we remember to walk in love as Christ loved us and to receive the love that is given to us, that is what then empowers us to be a part of the transformation that we seek in our world. God calls us to seek and serve Christ in each other to experience and celebrate the beautiful diversity of all God's people, a more full expression of God's image reflected here and around the world. Amen. <laughs>